This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Headline, Minneapolis police take aggressive stance against surge in armed robberies. Minneapolis police are adopting a proactive approach to combat a recent surge in armed robberies, shaking up their strategy to ensure safer outcomes. Police Chief Brian O'Hara revealed that squads will now flood reported robbery scenes aiming to identify and stop suspects while maintaining a strong presence in these high-crime areas. We have uh, the chief on with us right now. Thank you so much for being here with us, Chief O'Hara. I appreciate it. Hey, Dave. Thank you for having me. Uh, talking about this, and obviously we just got off with Reverend Tim Christopher talking about the community, talking about the danger in some of these areas, how there are problems with the youth and and they're getting more brazen, more bold. Uh, and to yeah. read this article where you just recently had uh, 17-year-old suspects, both wanted on multiple arrests, and uh, all of these crimes taking place, and it's it's going younger and younger. Is this becoming a true pandemic uh, amongst the young with the violence and, and uh, gun crimes and things that are taking place? Well, I've been the police chief uh, in Minneapolis for 15 months. Um, and it's been disturbing the entire time I've been here. There's been ebbs and flows, some ups and downs. I, I think in general, uh, it is better today than it was six or seven months ago. 
Um, when I first started, uh, we had a 12-year-old boy in a sh- stolen car that was shot two different times within about a month or so. And he'd been, he had been arrested in between. And, you know, uh, I mean, that, that's a situation where mom was just begging for help and there was nothing we could do. Mom was literally begging the police to hold her kid because she couldn't control him. And I've been to, I can't tell you how many scenes I've been to where, you know, children younger than these 17-year-olds have been shot and killed, have been in stolen cars that crashed, wrapped around a tree, in comas or died. Um, And it's just, uh, it is a sad state of affairs because this is a situation that is predictable. So therefore it should be preventable. you know, a lot of even this this robbery spree, uh, this spike in robberies that we've seen over the last uh, you know, week and a half or so, um, we've done our, our civilian analysts, our investigators have worked very hard with their partners and neighboring agencies because this is affecting other towns as well. Don't think this is just happening in Minneapolis because it's not. Um, and through that collaboration, they've identified a number of actors that are involved. Um, and it's just sad because so many of them are ones that we have arrested before and not for silly misdemeanor things, for carjacking, uh, for gun crimes, uh, for, for robbery and shootings. So uh, that, that's the part that's disturbing. And I'm certainly I'm sure that we're not the only piece of government uh, that has noticed a problem with these individuals you know, just over the short time I'm here. I'm sure they've had issues with school, and I'm sure, you know, there's cases where child services must be involved. So it's just, um, it's frustrating um, when we're in this kind of mess, and, uh, you know, it just feels like the rest of the system is has been ineffective at dealing with it. Well, you said that, you know, we're seeing this, and it's a predictable environment. So if we know what's happening, we know where it's coming from, and how this is taking place, are we seeing a trend towards what is causing the uptick in these type of violent crimes? Is there some other correlation that's going on currently that we could say, you know what, we've got these billions of dollars sometimes that are relegated to programs and plans out there that maybe aren't going to the right place. If we have more help in this area, we can contain these issues or we can educate people better or help even the, the, the perpetrators so that they can find another way in another life. Yeah. I mean, I'm obviously I'm the expert on running a police department. I'm not the expert on all these different programs that exist. I know there's been a, a tremendous you know, emphasis uh, on trying to support other programs. So I won't speak to that. But what I can tell you that I think any person on the street uh, could tell you, particularly those who have been victimized, those who live in neighborhoods, uh, where where they know people who've been victimized is look I mean especially about two years ago when this whole issue with uh, Kias and Hyundai's being able to be stolen easily exploded on social media kind of went out of control what was happening was you know aside from people seeing the chaos in neighborhoods that results from that from kids driving stolen cars recklessly uh, you know what, what happens is the police were making arrests. And the kids involved were quickly learning it was catch and release, catch and release. Um, just as soon as they're downtown, you know, the, the, the kids are, are released. I mean, it's I, I do think in some ways we've created 
this problem made it worse uh, as a system by providing negative reinforcement, by almost teaching kids that there won't be a consequence. Uh, and I say that because, again, uh, you know, with some of the kids that have been involved uh, in, in the robbery uh, spree lately, there's, there's overlap with the kids that we were picking up repeatedly last year in stolen cars. So um, it's definitely frustrating. Oh, and <laughs> I was in one of the neighborhoods just the other day uh, talking about a robbery that had happened, and a couple of residents came up to me, and the, the story that they were telling is, yeah, and the week before down the block, they were trying to steal my daughter's Hyundai. And then uh, a week or two before that, they were around the corner here stealing, stealing a Kia. I mean, it's just, it's frustrating because people on the street that have been affected by this are, are, are well aware of what's been going on. Well, why all the molly coddling? Why are we uh, not cracking down, especially on a second offense? So it's not just catch and release. Is it just lack of, of manpower? Is it lack of, of jail cells? Is it lack of uh, rehabilitation programs for the youth and, and the people that are committing these crimes? I can tell you that stuff has nothing to do with the police making arrests and bringing the arrests, whether they're adults to jail or whether they're juveniles to the juvenile detention center. Um, you know, we have enacted over the course of the, the year and a half that I've been here that I learned we had to you start, we had to start asking for special permission, uh, you know, to, to, to have juveniles be held, which was just kind of baffling to me. Like, if we're bringing you this kid, you don't know that we brought them 12 times already over the last year, but we had to tell them that and ask, you know, for permission for kids to be held. So there's things like that that we are doing. Um, but beyond that, I tell you, as things get more and more violent, um, it, or or uh, crimes get more and more involved, it becomes more difficult uh, to gather all the evidence necessary to hold these kids and to get them charged. Um, I'll, give, I'll give you an example. A group of kids get out and they do an armed robbery, six, seven, eight kids on one victim. It's very quickly done. Um, if it's difficult for that person to remember descriptions, to get a look, get good look at kids' faces, even just to get a license plate, it can be very difficult uh, to have enough to actually charge the robbery for the individuals involved. Um, so it, it, is, it is a complex problem, um, but I can tell you that the police department in Minneapolis is doing everything that it can with all of the other law enforcement agencies involved and the civilian analysts that help uh, to try and you know, build cases that are sufficient enough to bring serious charges. Uh, that hopefully would would result in some consequences. This new aggressive stance that's going to be taken, what what does that mean? What does that detail and come out to uh, actually stand for when we when we look at this? Obviously, people are being hurt and killed on both sides, the criminals and the victims. Uh, police are putting themselves in danger. What are what's going to be done now from the Minneapolis police force in order to start to curtail these issues, de-escalate them? quickly and try to eliminate, you know, the unnecessary killings that, that are taking place on both sides. So the police department uh, has, has done, continues to do a fantastic job on the investigative side, our investigators, our civilian analysts, and we get a tremendous amount of help uh, from neighboring jurisdictions, the county, the state, that provide us investigative resources. 
which is all great. And that's continuing. Uh, and I'm very thankful for all our partners that help us with that. Um, it's important to point out, though, when we're dealing with a crime with juveniles, all of federal law enforcement, the U.S. Attorney's Office and all our federal partners uh, are not involved because they do not have jurisdiction over uh, juvenile offenders. So that's a significant piece of our resources that are out of the equation whenever we're dealing with a crime spree that's being called by juveniles. Uh, one thing I changed dramatically this week um, was I, I, uh, Saturday night we had had a, uh, a robbery spree. That's really the main night. This was a, a significant problem close in time, uh, several incidents happening. Um, and I didn't know about it till 5 o'clock in the morning when I woke up reading the crime reports for the, for the uh, previous night. That's not okay. Um, right. So I've, I've implemented uh, a new protocol where anytime there's any violent crime spree, you know, two or three more crimes in a close period of time, same geographic proximity, I want to be called immediately. Um, and I will get involved myself as well as everyone else in charge that's responsible for the area where this is happening. Um, and we're going to do a number of things differently. Uh, we're going to stop. We're going to pull officers off of lower priority calls. We're going to stop responding to calls for service that are not a true emergency. Um, if it's not something that uh, if it's something that happened already and all that's needed is a report, it's going to have to wait um, so that we can get as many officers as we can to flood an area, flush these uh, suspects out, and hopefully make an arrest close in time to, uh, to when the crime occurs. Because I think that would be, uh, that tends to be more helpful, catching people with the proceeds of the robbery in the robbery vehicle, that kind of thing is helpful, uh, you know, in terms of building the case. Correct. But also Correct. the more important thing is we want it to stop. Um, and, and while everybody knows we are short hundreds of police officers in this city, that is not going to be an excuse. Um, we're going to double down and do absolutely everything we can. And I'm very confident uh, with, the, with the dedication of the members that we have, we will win and we will defeat this, uh, this recent spike we've been seeing. May God be with you and the force that are dealing with this. Only two minutes left here, uh, though, Chief, and I'm wondering if you could tell us what can people do that want to help start turning around their communities? What can they do that will be taken seriously and um, will actually, uh, like you said, you had a mother wanting her child to be held accountable and held up, but it seems everybody throughout all of this feels very vulnerable and very weak. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I would say for individuals, um, for people just in general, it's important to be mindful of your surroundings. Try and be as aware aware as you can uh, so that, you know, you cannot become a victim yourself. Um, You know, try and not have your car in a position where you, you know, you're too close in traffic to the person in front of you where you might be able to be blocked in fairly easily. Um, And be aware of suspicious activity and report it to us, uh, you know, if, if you can. But if Um, if you should be a victim of crime, because that's something that's always going to be a risk uh, in the world that we live in, particularly if you live in any city in this country, um, you know, it's important to remember, most important thing to remember is property can be replaced, right? right? So I, I think the number one thing that people should do is just try to be calm and as observant as possible. Uh, try and remember distinguishing characteristics. Try and remember descriptions and clothing. Try and get a license plate uh, if you possibly can, because I think those are things that are very helpful. That's just 
you know, for people that are totally unsuspecting, um, it, it can be, it, it is absolutely terrifying, and it's not the first thing that pops into somebody's mind. Agreed. Thank you so much, Chief. Uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk with us and give us a little bit more insight on that. Police Chief Brian O'Hara. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.